0: Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program where we teach people how to actively and passively invest in real estate. Active is usually the beginner that buys single family houses or small apartments. But the end game, the ultimate goal, is passive investing. And that's where we go out and buy big apartments, 200, 500 units, um, or big self-storage complexes, big senior living complexes, big hotels, strip shopping centers, things like that. And we pool our resources. Um, We may have a deal that requires $6 down, so it might be 60 people a hundred thousand dollars each that pool together as members of total wealth academy and buy the complex and the there's one active investor in that deal that would be the general partner that's the one who locates it negotiates it finances it and uh, manages it the other 59 people in the deal are passive they don't do anything they just get a check every quarter, or annually, depending on how the deal is set up. What I want to talk about today is dealing with for sale by owners, and well, I'll try to do one or two segments on that, and then we'll talk about. Then I would like to do a case study of a little thirty-unit apartment, and show you how we turned six hundred thousand dollars into two point six million in about eighteen months. The Quite a few of you have emailed me, and you're dealing with pre foreclosures, where the family has not been foreclosed on yet, but foreclosure is imminent. Um, usually, the following month. So you've got maybe one week, two week, maybe four weeks at the most to negotiate and close the deal, and save the save them from foreclosure. Many people have trouble getting the property owner to communicate with them, being able to get in front of them, being able to, shoot, to be able to help them. You know, you've got to be able to communicate with them to stop the foreclosure. And one of the things I think that you need to understand as you're out there hustling is they're not interested in who you are. They don't care if you're rich, they don't care if you buy 50 houses a year, they don't care about any of that. What they care about is the fact that they're about to be foreclosed on, it's gonna ruin their credit for seven years, force them to move, and they may not have moving money. They've got a lot on their minds. And what I want you guys and gals to do is focus on them there's a sales point W I F E M, what's in it for me that's what you need to think about and, and I'm butchering that little acronym There's a, I think it's different but the gist of it is they're only interested in one thing what's in it for them So when you go approach these people, you need to be quiet and listen. I don't even brag about my past experience as a rule. I don't tell them I've done hundreds of deals. I don't tell them any of that. I try to focus on on their needs and getting them to open up about what they need out of the deal. And most people, at least from the emails that I'm seeing, you're going out there, you're knocking on their door, giving them a call, and you begin by telling them how great you are and that you're a good company or you're a good individual and you buy 20 houses a year and you're serious and all of this stuff and it kind of makes sense you know you want to build credibility but I would suggest you build the credibility after you listen to them an example of a phone call that I use I will call and say hi Mr. and Mrs. Smith my name is Steve Davis I'm a real estate investor and I help people stop foreclosure when they're in the foreclosure process Would you be interested in help in that matter? And that's all I say. It's still hard to get through to them. But you have to understand why. The reason they're difficult to deal with is because they're in pain. They're in pain. And you want to keep that at the forefront of your thought the entire time. You're talking to someone who is having financial difficulty. Their ego is also embarrassed. Now, let that one sink in because that's the big one. The ego is embarrassed. Embarrassed. They're worried about what their friends are going to think when they lose their home, what their relatives are going to think. It's all this garbage that means nothing. But to them, it can mean everything. They can be really embarrassed. And you need to be sensitive to the fact that they're in pain, they're having financial difficulty, and they're embarrassed. So the humble approach is the most effective. And then when I refer to listening to them, I'm referring to the seven habits of highly effective people. What you want to do is use the habit of always seeking first to understand them before trying to get them to understand you. And when you do get through to a person, and by the way, um, I may make 10, 15 phone calls just to get one of them to respond, if that makes sense. Like I said, they're in pain, they're embarrassed, they've been approached by uh, bad people, uh, people that weren't sensitive to them, and they think you're going to be the same way, So, you've got to break down some barriers just to get them to talk to you. And the humble approach works the best. It is the most effective. But when, after making 15 phone calls, one of them says, Yeah, I guess we're interested, how can you help? When we come back from the break, I'll show you how to turn that question back to them so that they start talking. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening.
1: If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account,
0: Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about um, dealing with pre-foreclosures. These are people who are behind on their payments, and they're about to be foreclosed on within the next month, and helping them save their credit, get some moving money, and allow you to make some profit as well. So, I've just described calling, you know, 10 or 15. Finally, one of them says to you, yeah, I guess so. We are having some difficulty and how can you help us? Well, see, that's directing directed back to you. And the next thing you know, you're talking if you answer that question. So you want to avoid answering that question because you want to get them communicating so that you can find out exactly what their position is and how you can help so when they ask that question I direct it back to them this way I say to them yeah um, you need to tell me a little bit about your situation so that I can best fit one of my solutions to your needs again you need to tell me a little bit about your situation so that I can pick one of the solutions that I have that best fits your needs. This lets them know that not everybody is the same. And you need to know what their financial position is, how far behind they are, what the equity is, if they have any moving money, things like that. And what I notice is that people have a tendency to get a little thing called diarrhea Of the mouth (laughs) and that's what you want you want them to just start spilling their guts and opening up to you and if you've taken the humble stance and you haven't over bragged about yourself and come across arrogantly they're gonna do it and what you've got to learn to do is shut up and listen it could be 10 minutes It could be 20 minutes of them just talking and they will tell you, you know, yeah, we're getting foreclosed on the first Tuesday of next month. We're behind about $8,000 in back payments and taxes. We got about, you know, we owe about $160. The house is worth about $320 or whatever the circumstance is and they just lay it out there well while they're doing that, again, you need to be just listening, but you need to start doing the math in your head to find out if the deal can be saved. Now, in the description I gave, where you know they only owe a little over a hundred and the or even if they owe one hundred and fifty or so, and the thing's worth three hundred twenty, they're only behind about we'll say 10000 in back payments and taxes. I'm sorry, back payments and um, attorney's fees. That's the word I meant to say because they start piling on those attorney's fees as they go through the foreclosure process. This part is extremely important. After they pretty much quit talking and you've gotten all the information, you must repeat it to them. You must repeat it to them so that they know that you fully understand and are sympathetic to their situation. So I generally say something like, you know, I'm sorry to hear this. Um, I've helped a lot of people get out of this situation. It sounds like, based off the equity that you have in the property, that we can work something out. I then throw the ball back into their court because they very seldom will tell you about the condition of the property in their opening statements. They just talk primarily about their financial situation. After you've repeated everything to them and then said is that clear is that the am I understanding this correctly once they say yes you're going to notice something they relax they relax because you took an interest in them and you truly listened to their problem they, they're relieved they're like wow Here's somebody that actually understands my situation and is sympathetic. Then I ask them about the condition of the property. Is there any deferred maintenance? Um, does it need paint? Does it need flooring? How's the roof? How's the AC? Now, can you rely solely on their opinion? No. All you're trying to do is get a general feel of for the condition of the property. You may hear things like, yeah, we need a new roof, we got a couple of leaks, but the interior's fine except for the areas where it leaked. We just put in new flooring, we just rebuilt the kitchen, We, you know, whatever the circumstance is. And again, listen as much as you can. Repeat what they've said to you. Confirm that what you said was accurate and then move on to the next step, which would be to set up an on-site meeting. When I go to these on-site meetings, I have my contractor with me so that I can get a written bid for all of the necessary repairs right then and there. Now, is your contractor going to be able to give you a 100% spot on by just looking at the property in you know 20, 30 minutes? Probably not. But what they can do is give you a high number, a high number. And it's not going to be that much higher, you know, three or four grand. If it's a 20,000, 30,000 rehab, they may come out at 25 and 35. So there's some room to save money afterwards when you really get the, they go home, sharpen their pencil, and get down to getting you the accurate bid but you want that slightly higher bid so that you can do the numbers in front of the seller, the owner. And what I do is I lay out the deal just on a plain piece of paper. I've run the comps so I know the value of the property. They've told me what they owe, they've told me what they're Back tax, not back taxes. Dog on it. Attorneys' fees and back payments are, and I just add those up. And what I'm looking for is anywhere from a twenty percent to thirty percent below ARV after repaired value. So when I add in the purchase price, the rehab, the back payments the attorney's fees, and whatever else is owed, when I add all that together, I want to be 20 or 30% below the ARV. Then I'm going to look at helping them with moving costs. If, you know, like in the deal I described, they're actually 40% below, then it's easy for me to give them ten, you know, up to ten thousand dollars in moving expenses as well as prevent the foreclosure and save their credit. Now when, when I was doing this heavily, it was usually only two or three thousand dollars I was giving them for moving expenses just because there wasn't that much room in the deal. But in the deal I described, there's plenty of room in that deal. So give them as much as you can. Now, this is a statement about greed. Be careful. Don't try to squeeze every dime out of the deal. Another habit of the seven habits, think, win, win. How can you help this family win? How can you help yourself win? And believe it or not, how can you help the bank win? They don't want that foreclosure. They're doing it because they have to. They don't want that real estate back. So you're helping them too. So focus on win, win, win. And if there's room to give them 10 grand moving, give them 10 grand moving costs. But they generally don't need that because they're generally going to an apartment. So all they need is, you know, a couple of months' rent, deposit and rent to get into an apartment. And so these marginal deals... That's why I said, and most of them are marginal, that's why I said, you know you've only got two, three, four, thousand dollars that you can give to them for moving expenses and still be able to make a profit as well. Then, oh, quick reminder, if you're flipping the house, don't forget to include sales commissions in that number. So if you're flipping the house, it would be purchase price rehab all back payments and the 6% to sell it and then you want to be 70% 80% to 70% of ARV the bigger deals I'll do 80% the smaller deals obviously you got to do 70% there's just not enough room but again the key to this is to remember these people are in pain they're having financial difficulty. They're embarrassed. They don't need some cocky guy or gal calling up. Oh, I'm the greatest. I've done a hundred deals. I'm I can save you from foreclosure. I'm this, that, and the other. That's just arrogant BS. Even if it's true. It's not what they need to hear. They need to be the ones talking. After I've done all of this, that's when I tell them, look, I've done a lot of these. I don't give a number. I've done a lot of these. I will have you a contract within the next two hours, and we can move forward and get this thing closed before your foreclosure date. All right, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. If you've got any questions like, um, I don't know, what whatever you need to know about working with pre-foreclosures, I, you know, it's obviously something I teach, um, but if you got a short question, uh, feel free to email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com and that email is open to everybody right now if you've got a question about anything I'm discussing feel free to email me now and I'll answer it live on the air that's um, steve at totalwealthacademy.com steve at totalwealthacademy.com Okay, Um, now let's head into um uh, doing a little analysis of a 30 unit apartment where this was a six thousand dollar six thousand six hundred thousand dollar total out-of-pocket deal. Some of you have that much money. And what I want you to think about is how long did it take for you to save up six hundred thousand dollars? took a while, right? 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Some people, it took more than that. If you'll pay close attention to this case study, you'll see how we took $600,000 and turned it into $2.6 million in a matter of 18 months. 18 months. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day.